0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the 343 Football Podcast. It's your host Jaffa and once again I'm joined by Daud. Hello. Oderma. Hi. And Ali. Hi. Hi everyone and we've got something different to start the podcast off this week. Ali's been to Anfield. You uh, did a stadium tour if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, that's correct. Unlike yeah. like Daud, I've been to Anfield and I've also been to Old Trafford. I've been to Etihad and did a cheeky trip to Allen Road. So how was I'll your experience of
2: the stadium? All too? that shows is you've got too much free time on your hands. No, I took a day <laughs>
1: off. You know, commitment, not really. in you, Exactly. Really free time. I've
2: got, I've got no time to take a day off.
1: What, what What do you do in your spare time? I don't.
2: I don't have any spare time. What do you just like? Fuck watch and do shit? I just watch football all
1: what, the time. You, you don't go to live games, anyway, do you? That okay. Works. Anyways, I'll get back to the, the Anfield experience. It was. It was good. Um, long, very long. Interesting. of course it would
0: feel long for you how was the conversation with the club legends was it John Aldridge? you mentioned no no okay.
1: um ian callahan he made the most appearances for liverpool and then david johnson uh he went from liverpool to Everton back to liverpool yeah
0: was it just you like or was there like other people there no, there's
1: other people there oh, right. but interesting stories uh david johnson said um i asked him the question whether well who's the best manager he's been under he said bobby robson well, Bobby sorry, Robson? Bobby Robson. yeah, because mm-hmm. he played number at Ipswich. He said Bob Paisley was good at actually finding the right talent, mm-hmm. but when it came to man management, you can beat Bobby Robson. So wow. I think yeah. that's what
2: everybody says, don't they? No, man- but, no, but with Bobby look, Robson was like no, a, 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 no, no but do you need to
1: remember if 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 you go to Anfield for a stadium tour, you're going to get a lot of Liverpool bias, there, aren't you? Yeah. So you know, I was just quite shocked. You know, it's
0: interesting not, you say that about Bobby Robson. I feel like because, for example, people like us and younger lads, we always do a podcast about modern day football. I'd love to get some, like, proper stories and insight about the olden days, like, managers in the 70s and 80s and stuff, uh, and how football was like back then, but obviously everyone everyone who played then is too old, probably not interested enough in doing a podcast. Man,
1: Ian Callaghan couldn't spell football. I got him a sign of something, he was struggling to spell it. Right. Oh. How, he's he's eight years old, so, yeah. Oh, bless oh him. fair, fair he's, enough. He's, yeah. he's quite old.
2: Fair enough.
0: And, uh, no, that, that sounds really interesting. I'm glad you had that experience, but... We'll get back into something regular on this podcast, which is the opening trivia question for the week. I don't think this one's too difficult. I'll be very disappointed if someone doesn't get it straight away. Which nation has won the most African Cup of Nation titles? Egypt. Egypt. That's me. I feel like you both said it at the same time. It was, I, I feel like... I, it was me. It was me. I f- I, da- I, I do have to to my hearing, Dowd chaded that. You know what? Did Dowd? chaded that?
1: Did I, d- da- da- I don't know. It was exactly the same time, but Dowd's close to me, so I heard him. Mm. I'll, tell so what, I'll tell you what. I'll I'll say. I'll do, I'll say pick. Pick another question no, 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 no. and let Kodama and
2: I no, no, go through no. it. Because Le- I, I think. I think what we'll have to do is when we do no, the no, no. editing. Listen. Listen.
3: Listen. They don't want to say it, but they feel like they heard you first. So I'll just gracefully or graciously concede defeat.
0: But if we, if somebody hears it differently in the editing, then uh, you know we might have to yeah, change ne- the point. Yeah. Ne- next. Next. Uh, coming
3: ne- back. Next Monday we'll we'll
2: go over it again.
0: All right. But for now we'll give the point to doubt. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. He's
2: got his cheeky whoop
3: <laughs> point again. He'll make up for his uh, lack of points over the weekend for his team. So. Oh, shit. Damn. Damn. Yeah.
0: Well, luckily enough for him, that's not the game we're going to be kicking off our discussion with. It is the North London derby. Interestingly enough, after the first international break, Tottenham were top of the league. Arsenal were bottom of the league. All of a sudden, 3-1 win for Arsenal. Very comprehensive. And now they've leapfrogged uh, Tottenham in the table. Uh, what was your take of the game for them?
3: Well, it was... a abysmal performance by Tottenham. Like, we can go into how Arteta finally had a stellar performance in terms of game management and tactics later, but I don't understand how with the attacking options that Tottenham have that they're producing that kind of football. I mean, it was bad under Mourinho, but under Nuno, I don't know if anyone saw the stats that Sky Sports were putting up. Their metrics in the league for chances created and, like, um, you know, distance covered and shots on, like, in every... You know, important attacking metric. Basically, Rock, they were well, ranked man. either twentieth or nineteenth. Or you mean you're talking about a league that has, you know, teams like Burnley and teams like Norwich that you'd expect to see in those in those uh, places. But for a team with Harry Kane's son and and and, Dombele, and you know even Deli Ali, why not? It's just shocking to see, and I actually can't see how how long he last. The game, I mean, how quickly can you lose a derby? Really, they were just out of it from from the f- first ten minutes and. Arsenal really didn't look like they were troubled at all, really. Yeah, I mean, one
0: of the things we we sort of touched on, I think it was either last week or the week before, David, when we were talking about what is Nuno's uh, style of play. And uh, I was saying he's a bit more defensive, but you were going on and saying that he's a bit more adventurous. But uh, I think you might actually be right in the sense, because one thing that he's trying to do with Tottenham is press a little bit more, like more intensive pressing in the midfield. Mourinho famously, uh, when he was in the Tottenham manager, do you remember when he had, I think, It might have been a North London derby, actually, or one of the derbies. He put, like, Sissoko, basically, a secondary right-back and the other winger was, like, also basically a secondary left-back. Yes. And he was packing the edge. Like, he was saying to the team, That was, I really wish I remember who the opponent was. I hope it was a North London derby. But Mourinho was saying, I'm going to pack the 18-yard box with players, loads of numbers, and it's your job to try and break us down. Nuno doesn't really seem to have a handle on that and it was just too easy to find space and create for Arsenal.
2: It's because he's playing 4-3-3 and the three in midfield need to press... They need to press every single ball, every single player um, uh, that Arsenal, when they had the ball, it, they weren't. You know, Dele Ali came off was a half-time, yeah. purely because he, he couldn't, he, he doesn't know how to press. He he, do, he, he doesn't really play at a tempo, uh, anything above seven, in my uh, personal opinion. Mm. Ten being, obviously, like, absolutely, like, you know, die-hard Champions League final last a couple of minutes. But, um... Yeah, uh, Dele Deli went off, Oliver Skip went on. Um Skip obviously he needs to still trying to prove himself as a Premier League regular. You I see I see where he was going with that. When you have that three there that aren't pressing, and then you've got that gap, and I was very surprised. You know what we've been saying, Kane's been going deep. In this Northern Derby, I felt like Kane was actually giving his players a chance to try and put it in the box. Nobody was. Nobody was doing it successfully. Um, but he was he was definitely a lot more um forward than usual yeah i, I don't know if you guys thought uh, saw that as well and obviously son was doing what he needed to do uh, yeah it was it was just it was poor tactics but or oh, he didn't ride up the players enough to actually play that formation so he yeah. should have done something similar where you're right um play for the play for the result not play for your your uh type of way that you want to play in the yeah. type of tactics and play style i mean for me because
0: it's interesting that you mentioned delhi ali because he was one of the players i was going to highlight ali do you feel like he's one of those players that peaked too soon i mean he had like an 18 league goal season at the age of 21 or 22 whatever it was but it seems like over the last couple of years he's really lost his way as a as a top you know premier league player
1: no i don't think i don't think I at all uh mm. w- what i think is um off the field incidents have happened, and his confidence has went down. And when it comes to a young player, and he is still young. You need to remember that. So when when something affects him off the pitch, it's gonna you know it's gonna affect him on the pitch as well. That's the issue, which I see with Daly Ally.
0: Uh, I don't actually know what you mean. What was yeah. the off pitch incident? Like, the only like, thing I know like is like it a, a lot.
1: No, no, no. This load. was this was like a ye- like couple of years ago. Like a lot, lot on social media. I can't remember what it was, but like. There was, was like nudes of him Going around and all Oh sort right of Was yeah. it personal life? Yeah p- personal uh, stuff Yeah right. so I, I think he was going down
2: Before that as well No 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 I don't think I think, think it was He, he had th- that one good season And then after that He was He, uh, he couldn't like c- nah, Keep
1: he, it. He, had, he had more than one good season No he had, he had like Come th- on. Two or three uh,
2: right, Especially okay. in the potch. Yeah, yeah. He, he couldn't yeah. keep it up Basically and then um, You know Yeah um, could, I don't think uh, I think like, Daddy Ali's just Memed
1: He's memed the fuck out of Let's be honest Nah, I'm yeah. being I, I've been I, so I just realized what
2: I said, but yeah, he could he, he couldn't keep up the same tempo. <laughs> <Just> face, <laughs> pun intended. All right, let's get back to it. Dali Ali, okay. Dali Ali the, tempo. The, yeah, the few the few things that I've realized. I'll give you an example. You know, I always go back to the Amazon Prime thing, but there's so much insight into that um, Bro, last show. thing we you talked about was ba- big big piece, I'm not going to lie. Man. The amount of stuff I saw, I, I just... Re- I feel I like I didn't you name-checked how it.
0: Like, uh, have Amazon paid you to name-check this documentary? I didn't realise how unprofessional... It's
2: the most, most name-checked thing in this entire podcast. I, ju- I just don't get how unprofessional <laughs> professional footballers are. Like, that's how... But like, just forget it about it the professionalism for a second no, I'm more talking about Mourinho, his talent level his yeah, form his Mourinho ability Mourinho used to say he's the best player he, he even said Fergie said to him one player out of his old t- uh, whole term in Man United Delhi is the player that Man United need he's the type of player that he would absolutely thrive in United and um, the only problem is he always used to say to him you're not doing enough you're not working hard enough in training that your mind's not in the right place it's, it hasn't been it hasn't been for that long that period of time i it might be those things off the pitch, possibly. He's still a young kid, do you know what I mean? He's, the, he's, 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 a, he's yeah. living life.
0: Well, I think for me, I'm more leaning towards, I, I do feel like he's a declined player. Not necessarily, but Ali's made a very good point. You know, he's still young enough to recapture that form. L- let's talk about Tottenham as a team then. So, you know, great start to the league in terms mm-hmm. of the first three games, of three 1-0 wins, top of the table. Is Are these like last three games where they've conceded three goals in each one, uh, you know, in quite like condensed uh, periods as well? I think... This was a obviously they were three 0 down by thirty minutes against Chelsea and against Palace they conceded them really quickly as well. Is, is this just a bad patch? Like, do you think no. that they'll
1: they'll be better than this? No, um, I think Arsenal were poor as well. I just think Tottenham were really really bad. Just so, yeah, just lo- looking at the first goal, like they weren't set up correctly. You know, uh, the ball Saka put in was was an all right ball. But there was so much space in the middle; that yeah, should have been covered. Hundred
2: yeah. percent. It know, seems like I'm early. Dad saw yeah. saw that as well. And
0: early in the game as well. Like th- sometimes your defense is stretched when you've been chasing a game, and that goal can happen. But surely your lines should be set. Your defense should be yes.
2: organized in that moment.
1: Yeah, you know, one thing me and Dowd actually both agree on was that. Yeah. So it's it's pretty crazy. He I mean, did the right thing.
2: He no, put he the d- ball in an open sp- space. W- yeah.
1: He, no, he did. He did what he had to do, but it wasn't impre- it wasn't impressive, to be honest. You know. No. Look, like like talking about <laughs> losing. Losing and even even the world champion like Anthony Joshua can even bring a W to w- White Hart Lane. or whatever <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest, um, it's it's nice. pretty bad. Sure I thought this
2: was a safe space, but his his defeat no, gets man. mentioned. It, it, it I, w- <laughs> I want to really touch on that point about. But I know oh, you want to carry on. You know, the <laughs> the Daniel Levy and obviously um, using Tottenham Hotspur's new stadium and the lack of investment in Tot- in Tottenham in the recent years because. I think, and um, I, you know, I've heard a few Tottenham. Well, I've read a few uh, t- uh, Tottenham fans talking about this. Is like there's too much emphasis on the stadium, and there's too much emphasis on the events that the stadium's going to bring. And I feel like uh, they're 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 basically saying that the chairman is is not concentrating enough on the Tottenham aspect of it, mm. and more on what other events that they can bring. To try and make up the shortfall obviously with COVID and obviously it's a massive it's a massive shortfall. Maybe that he's just, you know, writing a few seasons off, as long as they stay up relatively in the in the top six, they'll be all right.
3: It's interesting you say that though, because Daniel Levy's not really that involved in the on the field goings of Tottenham these days. I mean he's got a say in who comes in in the dugout for sure. But he brought in the director of football, Patrici from Juventus, right? Oh, yeah. And he made some really good signings and it was on his recommendation that they sign Nuno. I think the issue with Tottenham is is that juxtaposed with this new start, new life in this new stadium, you know, like trying to cement their status as a big club, is this toxic atmosphere that's been hanging for whatever reason ever since, like, the team started to, ever since the Champions League final, let's be honest, Liverpool broke that club, <laughs> and, I mean... <laughs> 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 <I'm> <laughs> they did break up. ever since then though look yeah, at like there, ev- that ever day. since then though the off the field goings have always been a dark cloud hanging over like Tottenham you had the decline of and Poc uh, Poch or whatever and the team ref- like clearly not playing for him anymore towards his, his end the end of his tenure
1: they spent a lot it, of money there as well didn't they with Ndombele and they brought a few others in yeah from, from our time and, in then, coach, I and then after
3: that you know they were like okay it's the end of an era he got us to a Champions League final didn't work out bring in Mourinho, like, experience, and then that turned toxic really quick. The football was terrible, and he was throwing players under the bus left, right and centre, sacked him for a cup final. Exactly. And then yeah. when they, you know, got rid of Mourinho and tried to start again, then they bring in, uh, then the Harry Kane saga kicks off. You know, he wanted to leave, and you can tell that's hanging over him. And, you know, when your captain's unhappy, that's going to filter through the rest of the squad. So for whatever reason, I feel like Tottenham just can't seem to, you know, regain the momentum they had in the late tens where they were starting to break into the top four top six and like the the more this goes on the harder it is going to be to to kick up back up the table it's
2: definitely a transitional team either the players that um Nuno has bought himself seem like they're very solid players that are doing what he wants that's my point the director of the director of football so
3: they're making like good progress like they're not in a no, state of transition. That's as bad as say Man United's was post Alex Ferguson. Yeah, yeah. But even uh, the manager wasn't like um, the first choice of of the chairman, Daniel Levy. So you've got to like wonder how choice, long. Wasn't he? Yeah. Well, yeah, you've got to wonder how long he's going to stick with him. I mean, you know, if he's sacking Mourinho before a cup final, then Nuno's start is definitely not going to buy him much time. And you know, it's a Tottenham are at a level now where it's not just about elevating themselves up the table. And their brand—it's about having a—you know—everyone talks about a philosophy these days. A club has to have an attacking mindset. You know, if you're a big club, you don't set up that way. And with Nuno, like defensively, they're all over the place. Attacking, non-existent. So it's—it's it's hard to see what he's actually yeah. bringing to the team to improve them.
0: I think, yeah, that—I mean—all very good points. But I think what we need to do about Nuno is give him a little bit more time. Now, obviously, the nature of a podcast is you react to the weekend that just happened. Yeah. And uh, you know, three wins, three uh, on the bounce, three losses on the bounce. It's almost like, okay, what happens next? Can you recover from this? Uh, so I think Tottenham will be an interesting club to revisit in about sort of six, seven game weeks time and see where they're at. But I think even more interesting is the point you were saying about recapturing their momentum because they, uh, when you were talking about their sort of surge in the late, uh, in the mid to late tens, I feel like sometimes squads go through a happy marriage of the right manager and the right players at the right time. So Pochettino had a great spell at Southampton, comes in at Tottenham, carries that on. They had Kyle Walker and Danny Rose's superb fullbacks. They had Musa Dembele, who was absolutely a beast in the middle. Jan Vertonghen, Toby Alderweireld. Uh, you know, Harry Kane came into the scene and like heung Min. What more can you say about him? He's an absolutely brilliant player. And when those pieces slowly fall away, Ali loses form. Players get older. Christian Eriksen left, who was absolutely, you know, a brilliant creative mastermind. 100%. They, Like you guys have said, they've actually recruited some decent players. It's not like they've brought in absolute duds, right? No, but no. they is Nuno the man to take these new players and make the, you know recapture that momentum as you say. It's no, going to that, be an interesting one. That's my point though.
3: Like y- it is recoverable in terms of the Spurs season. Like you know, six games in, they've won three of six, and you know they're not in, ba- they're still fighting for all competitions, especially you know the Conference League, which they're the, you know one of the clear favourites. The only thing is, if you look at the underlying figures of what Tottenham are doing under Nuno there's just nothing really encouraging even when they were on that run they only had one goal from open play and Heung-Min is still the only player to like isn't he the only player to score for them in the league at this point? Well, I, I mean absolutely. I could be wrong but probably, probably not but probably not but statistically, not. But statistically is, speaking yeah there's they're, they're being yeah. uh, they're being carried at the minute yeah. by, and you know whenever a team is getting carried unless that name is Ronaldo or Messi it's not going to continue you need a team effort and right now Harry Kane you know his mind's elsewhere yeah And the team just just stuck all over the place. So I think for me, I don't see Nuno lasting too long.
0: All right. Like I say, we'll hopefully revisit that one in a few weeks' time. But speaking of team effort, let's talk about the Arsenal angle for a bit, Ali, because you know we've clowned on them before, plenty of times. So has everyone else. You know, it's 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 been fashionable to do so because they've been performing at a very bantery level in the last couple of years. But we we said at the beginning of the season when they got pummeled that they were missing some players due to COVID. Like we did give them that mitigation. Now that those players are coming back, now that Arteta has signed a lot of players and you know contract renewals for players that was already there, the players that he wants, he's moulded a team in his image. It's a bit too early to say that they've turned things around, but are you predicting a positive future for the Gunners under Arteta?
1: Um, well, originally I said that was a free between Lampard, Ole Solskjaer and Arteta. Arteta is going to be a more successful one. Mm. And so far he has been, and he's won something at like Arsenal, which... Which was good, and it was a good start. Obviously, as a and toxic. that was before he really had the team in his yeah. image. Yeah, yeah. And you, you need to give a coach some time. And there was stuff on B- BBC Sports saying, "Oh, you could be the next winger, or whatnot." But like, calm down. It was just a win against Tottenham. Yeah. You know, go go do that Anfield. Go do that somewhere else. You know, go do that Old Trafford, or go do a St James' Park. Because sometimes Arsenal lose there as well. Yeah. Let's be honest with you. Is and. I'll be honest, I forgot what your question was. No, I was just saying, like based
0: on how, how much they've been bantered and all the toxicity around the club, mm. are we actually dealing with the situation where they've recruited some really good players and you know they're on the up like they could not necessarily this season but in a couple of seasons head back into the Champions League?
1: Um that, well the players I have are good enough to be what, top six maybe. The top six side to be in a Champions League, it's it, it's really hard. With Manchester United, Liverpool, Chelsea, Man City being at the top, how mm. can you how can you break that top four there? Like and then then you got Leicester, you got Aston Villa there as well. You know, spent a bit of money in They're West Ham right. as well. Yeah, West Ham it know, is it's an it an?
0: It's, it's, it's going to
2: yeah. be really I mean, hard to break that down. I, I don't think. I think this is the thinnest Arsenal team in the last twenty five years. I think this is I don't know I don't, know. Uh,
0: I don't agree with that Do you remember when um, mm. They had like
2: uh, When they lost 8-2 at Old
0: Trafford And they had like this uh, Co- It was Coquelin Miguel And Triori And stuff Shamack
1: like
2: and that? Yeah like the, they, They've had a much They sport. look better than Half of these players I'm not uh, Okay no, yeah, no, I don't agree no, with no, that Let's say, to let's be say, honest let's think they've been you, need, you need to give credit Arsenal Let's with say, let's say t- Considering yeah. the stock Of Lacazette Considering the stock Of Aubameyang At the moment uh, Given how um, Pep has not lived up to his price tag, Pepe. Yeah. Pepe, sorry. Um, and then you look at all other youngsters. They're back four: Ben White, Gabriel.
0: I good think place. they're good. I think. I
2: think. the only good player there. Tomiyasu. Yeah. He, he, I think your point about the last twenty-five years is completely wrong. Yeah. Girl, I have to
1: be honest. It's irrelevant. Like. Uh, no, it's not
2: relevant. No no, 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 You it's, just it's, you, you, you need
0: to credit Arsenal
2: Wenger. I genuinely feel like it's the weakest team that they've had. And, and then I. I nah. I, top eight, maybe. Top, like, top six They can I, I said, top, top, six, six I, I top six I said I I, top get, get with with that uh, with, with that it. With Xhaka playing He's in the field in I would be Honestly This is one of those moments I'll pay you guys A fiver each Don't we'll put it? too much money on it Alright wait wait What's better A pepes I'll buy you guys a pepes I don't like pepes If Xhaka <laughs> Can get these guys In the, in, in the top six Okay well they,
3: well they won't be resting on him I mean Really, Wait, right now. No, i will tell you,
2: Jaka is such a is such a like a sinkhole
3: that he he's gonna bring them down. I don't know what this guy did to you, by the way, but he must have been you unbelievably.
2: Between
0: Jacker oh, and the uh, Delhi Ali segment on Amazon Prime, uh, that was got a, ver- a very vested interest in Northern and Derby. <laughs> we'll end the uh, Northern and Derby segment by I want to you know put your money where your mouth is. Really, I'm saying I'll give you want peppers. peppers <laughs> I want everyone to tell me where you think both Arsenal and Tottenham will finish in the league. Starting with you,
1: Ali. Um I think Tottenham are going to finish 10th. Arsenal going to finish possibly 7th. What
2: the doubt? Okay, I do are you uh, did you get it the right way around? Yeah.
0: I would say
3: it those but the other way around.
0: So Arsenal 10th, Tottenham 7th.
3: Yeah. Kudama? I think Tottenham or their ownership will save them. I think they've got more ambition on the field than Arsenals do, so they'll pull the plug on Nuno earlier than Arsenal with Arteta. And they'll bring in. I think they'll probably cave into Conte's demands to try to get him earlier, or get someone else that, like, you know, maybe Ten Hag or whatever. And uh, they'll they'll finish sixth, I think, because their squad dead. is top six material. Arsenal, on the other hand, I think seventh. I think those two teams. I think that would severely underrate Arsenal. I mean, their youth right now. Saka and Smith-Rowe Youth,
2: literally the, the word that you should be saying Youth Yeah, but no, they're no, good no, enough to carry them, bro no, if, you're not, not, if you're good enough, you're they're old not, enough though. They're not, they're not I'll be honest with you Youth is great We've got Alan Hansen here Wait, <laughs> you, youth <laughs> is Fucking gr- hell. Youth, is, youth, is, youth is great, right? Um, if, if, you, if you can drive a team around it We've got we've got youth players that won't have the consistency to get through games. They oh, they won't go have through bad patches
0: for sure. No, but my They're, point is, I'm be not saying there'll tactical
2: matches no. against those other teams but that are like Green Potter, B- Brighton will w- wipe the floor with these guys. Are I'm you telling joking? you I'm telling you. I'm telling you now. If Graham'm losing
3: lo- right now to Palace.
2: All right. Okay. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. Up against uh, a good uh, tactical manager, also finished.
1: No, their disagree. youngsters their so youngsters will be fighting against Manchester United We'll We'll see. We'll their youngsters okay, okay. will
3: be finished we'll see but i think uh, i, I, I si feel strong about six and this and seven, i might be wrong 6th or 7th you don't right. need to um, be too consistent to finish you don't need to be as consistent to finish 7th as you do to win the title right i'm not saying that their squad their youth is good enough to win them like the title of push for champions league but it's good enough to give them i just enough, haven't seen enough, enough. enough to, have, to finish I in the title i've seen them play
0: honest. Arsenal will be in the top six. I think they'll finish sixth, and I think Tottenham will finish eighth, something like that. I think the Tottenham is just a little bit short in in the actual squad quality. I think, and with Nuno. See,
2: I disagree. I think, I think Tottenham squad
1: quality shits on Arsenal. It's a, no, no, it's, it's it's not that. It's not that. Though, if you look at someone like Harry Kane, who does not want to be there, like Harry has Kane
2: has is still going to get twenty. Lucas Moura is.
3: Harry, fast. Has Harry Kane even scored a goal this season? He has. He scored no, it in the, the last. Not in the league. Not league. That's what I'm league. talking
1: about. In the league, has he scored a goal?
3: I don't know. No, but my point is, right, that the Tottenham management have more ambition at the minute. And, uh, like, they went... Like, Levy, Levy wasn't afraid to pull the trigger on Poch despite all he's done for the club. He wasn't afraid to pull the trigger on Mourinho before a cup final and he won't be afraid to pull the trigger on Nuno. And eventually, if you look at Chelsea, like, the revolving door policy does, you know, it does seem to work. So I think... You know, they're due a good manager and their squad is good enough to push for, for right. top six. I mean, there's a lot of
0: uh, interesting disagreements that s- some one of us and some of us will be vindicated by the season's end and can't wait to see who... It'll be me. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Next up, we'll be talking about the former Chelsea manager derby as uh, Lazio played against Roma or derby della capitale as it's actually known. <laughs> what? Um, no way. Yeah. Now, in Serie It's the, you know, Jose Mourinho Mourinho team, sorry, that's had the, you know, happier time. They won most of their matches until a slight hiccup against Verona. Uh, Lazio, a little bit, you know, uh, struggling to get their rhythm and uh, sorry, but they came out on top in the derby. Uh, Were you surprised by the outcome, Ali?
1: No, I was not. Well, I was rooting for Lazio to win. Mm. So, man, what a team Lazio are with Immobile. What a player he is as well. Like, when he was at Dortmund and he was maybe Lewandowski's replacement and just flopping on the clock, no pun intended, and like going to Torino and Sevilla and finding a home in Rome. It was, you know, he's just been amazing. He even got a going shoe a, a couple of seasons ago when last were charging for the league. Man, I could just sit, man, I could just. Talk praises you're about you're eulogising for because yeah. we know
0: that you like them out of the two. L- uh, well,
1: like, like look, look at the link up for the for the first goal you had them. from what I'm remembering my memory right now. You had Immobile playing it to uh Arneson, whipping the ball on the right hand side to Savage, and Savage just put his head head through. He even got injured. They and were all there, like, uh, three
3: quality goals for Lazio, in, in, in the scoreline actually flatters Roma very much because. I mean, they scored from a set piece to make it th- uh, 2-1 well, and two one. Well, two set
1: pieces because it was a penalty as well. So
3: are penalties counted as set pieces instead? Are they? Yeah, I think so. I, I thought I they would I be. think penalties seem to be their own standard. Yeah, own their own, their they're yeah. on. Okay, category. I thought it'd be under a set piece. Also, that I penalty know. was an absolute joke. Like, I don't understand how VAR can see that and give the penalties. Zaniolo, fair play, mate. You have uh, um, pff, robbed like, you know, daylight robbery or midnight or evening robbery, whatever, whenever the kickoff was. But it was just an absolute joke. And Zaniolo is, uh, he's looking really, like, you know, it shows that he's had two ACLs, I think, just to talk on him a little bit. Like, he was very promising, suffered injury, and he's just, he's, he's taken a while to get but back his, where
0: he was. I love his determination, though. Like, um he really was willing all of Roma's attacks. Like, the thing about this game was, I thought, you had Lazio who looked more comfortable in their identity under the sorry. And Roma was a little bit, uh, you know, still trying to find their way. I mean, you have to give Roma a caveat that they were missing Pellegrini, who's been great for them. Mm. And Spinazzola, who everyone saw at the Euros. Probably, would you say he was the left-back of the tournament? Might have been, no, Luke Shaw probably. But he was a close second in the yeah, Euros. I, I would say he's a close second. No, I would say it's Spinazzola. Spinazzola, like, he was brilliant. And obviously he he's missing for them. So, slight caveats there and... Um, no I, I thought lazio Were much more impressive the, the build up for the third goal Where Immobile As you said Oh man
1: He's absolute filth one That's thing about, I can
0: say One thing about Immobile Is he's not perfect But he's like His mentality And his determination That's exactly what I'd it, want up top he's a weird
1: if he Like he reminds me A bit of Totty, You know Like he, he, he gets goals But then you know he Assists as well Obviously hmm. you're not I'm, I'm comparing him with an absolute legend but like, there's similarities to that and I'm just like wow
0: well I'm not going to compare him to a legend but this is still a compliment I'm going to pay him you know yeah. who he reminds me of because obviously I've watched this striker very closely over the last two years Callum Wilson in a way because Callum Wilson he's, he's a good player obviously he's got his yeah. injury problems but Callum Wilson has an amazing determination to run the channels constantly hold off players bring others into play really good finishing ability Um, I, I see similarities with uh, probably Immobile is a little bit more agile a bit quicker and obviously not as injury uh, prone but th- I feel like he's the perfect player to lead the line.
1: Man, uh, all, all I'm thinking about is Jose Mourinho right now. He must feel like a right idiot for letting Pedro go. Yeah,
3: because he was the last person yeah. to score for uh, Roma in the derby, right? In the last, in the...
1: Yeah, plus Mourinho wanted him out right away, which is quite ironic because he brought him from Barcelona to Chelsea as well. So when... Some
3: transfers
0: happen because the club it's... wants them, though. It's not always the manager. No, no.
1: Yeah. Um, Pari Mourinho wanted it. That was nah. like all over the news i was like man he's letting pedro go it's gonna bite him right in the ass and it yeah. just did
3: but what a season there in serie A so far i mean like that uh, that league's having an unreal resurgence and you know if, if you can if you can watch any serie a games you know definitely do because they're always like that right like you'd say the bundesliga is very attacking but the one like the serie a seems to be in that sweet spot definitely. where there's like a lot of tactical football but there's also like enough well, physicality it, and like yeah. direct running and it's just really fun at the minute and you have a lot of young squads like th- th- these teams aren't like you have just typical Serie A where you have like 39 year old uh, Reina still starting for Lazio in a derby. but then you have so many young players like turning up and it's just a really exciting league to watch at the minute you know with AC Milan Inter Milan like oh, it's just, it's Lazio been
1: alright in Serie A the, the issue is They've drawn drawn a couple of games and the only game they've lost was against A. C. Milan who's one 0 Yeah. So but my
3: point is is like there's no outright winner anymore in, in, in Serie A. I mean Juventus have fallen off a cliff and you know, they yeah. won over the weekend, but I the 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 title is just gonna go to the wire again. I'll
0: tell you what I really loved in that derby as well. The the full time celebrations Eagle. with Sari yeah. holding the ego. <laughs> Class. Like I would lo- imagine how a derby would look if there has to be some sort of representation of your club badge or nickname at the end of the win yeah. Like imagine like uh, or Tetra full-time just getting loaded into a cannon like, <laughs> <how> <laughs> <time> <laughs> like. oh um, god class. although uh, Nuno no. must have felt like a right cock at the no. end <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, Marina get, uh, getting uh, milked <laughs> by his players <laughs> oh my days bro. but yeah that, uh. that was really like I love Sarri um, oh, in terms man. of his He's he's such a wholesome manager. I was saying to Khudema when we were watching the game. <laughs> you see, Ali like, down, down
2: at the strip club. <laughs> what a red devil! Oh, <laughs> what, what, what? <laughs> what? the heck? That reference went over. there. Uh, like, uh, red devil? No, but that's, that's a one dog that he you like watch live
1: off. Rafa, uh, Rafa uh, getting a sticky toffee pudding when he wins the Moses
3: side. Uh, looks like oh he's had one too many anyway, man. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> right, uh, getting get a little bit off course there. But um, what does Steve Bruce do? A magpie. I'll really have the pie have the yeah a magpie to be fair a magpie yeah. landed on my windowsill today when I was working I just One for sorrow. One for sorrow. Is that what it is?
0: One for sorrow, two for joy.
3: Oh yeah it is. There must be one, one magpie turning up to one. every match for Newcastle. I only saw one and you know it, it did bear a resemblance to Steve Bruce. <laughs> but yeah back
0: to um back to the Derby. Um Ali so Maruti Sorry, like great spell at Napoli uh you know his reputation went sky high, went to Chelsea didn't really succeed there despite winning the Europa League went to Juventus uh you know you know got rid of him after one season do he you won think the that, scudetto, though. Yeah, I know he won the scudetto Yeah, but yeah, but wasn't what Would you get rid of a manager yeah. who won the scudetto if you really rated him though?
3: No, no, the, the but thing, like, like I feel like that is an unfair indictment on him because oh, no, I no, think that, it's that's more what I'm coming than with management of Juventus.
0: The reason I'm saying this Ali is do you think that he's going to prove a lot of people that are wrong in terms of like who doubted him with with this uh Lazio
1: side I think so. Um, going to teams like Juventus and Chelsea, which are like they're more or less favourites to win the league. Like even though I'm not saying Chelsea are the like all the best in England or what, yeah. like they they're up there and Juventus have been favoured for the last ten years or so. And maybe maybe it's teams similar to you know Napoli, who have been terrific this season, and lazio probably is like Su- Susari being the underdog. You yeah. know, having more of an influence instead of you know. Like um, tactics when it comes to the board getting involved or whatnot, maybe they, they suit them a bit more.
0: All right, and then we'll talk about the Roma angle, Doud. So, obviously they had a great start, uh, you know, winning those first three games, and now slight hiccup with both the Verona game and this one. Do you think that Mourinho has got what it takes? Because I remember me and me and Ali were saying that we think that you know anything less than Champions League qualification is going to be a failure for them. Do you think that oh, he'll definitely. do that, or do you think that it's going to end in tears in the typical Mourinho fashion, even within the first season?
2: I think it's too early to say. Mm. Um, I think there might be an implosion just waiting to happen for Mourinho at Roma. It basically depends when that implosion will be. Is it later on down the season? Do you think the squad an,
0: is one of the strongest, like, uh, strongest four in, in Serie A though? Like, when I look
2: at it, it's all right. It's all right, yeah. I mean, Tammy Abraham, I think, will do well. I think he'll like score goals. Mkhitaryan, Saniolo, like, if he gets the best out of them el like he's just a solid player now, isn't he? He used to be like an oh, FM well, wonder he, kid. Well,
0: he's sort of come back into the side. He's had a little renaissance, hasn't he? Because he yeah. was scoring those late winners in the start of the season. Like, yeah. It's been a while since anyone saw him uh, as a high-profile player.
2: Yeah, they're the, like, so, the solid players. I, I don't know. I don't know if they're... I mean, he's done he's done wonders with solid players in the past. I just don't see it. Yeah, I, I, I don't see it. Does
0: anyone it. rate uh, Brian Cristante, by the way? Uh, I, every time I've watched him, I've thought, like, what an average player. Average player, right? Yeah.
2: A hundred percent. I don't know how uh,
0: yeah. Like what's he doing starting for Roma? Like I could I could be wrong, could like be eating eggs at the end of the season but
3: I feel like though, for the first time in a while, that Jose Mourinho has found the right fit for him. Just off like the initial vibes that I'm getting, you know, vibe check, but like Mourinho <laughs> is uh, Mourinho and Roma just seems to work. Like do you know when you're watching a TV show and like they finally get the two together like there's like, you know, will they won't I, they? I get where you come from. Like yeah. I just feel like Mourinho in his current um you know after the fall of his reputation let's say which you know justified unjustified it's not for us to say but i feel like roma it's just that he's come down to a level and they're trying to like increase the level and they're kind of like he's on the way down and they're on the way up and they're kind of like at the right moment if you know what i'm trying to say and i yeah. feel like he could be what they need they both need they each could, other yeah so they both need each other it's a symbiotic relationship for him at the minute like he's gone back to italy where they still love him and you know he the relationship with the press isn't toxic although saying yeah. that he did storm out of the press conference after the match yeah he's not a good he's a very sort of. but having read the reasoning behind it i kind of actually agree with him like the, the reasoning reason? behind it was and uh well you know it's not to don't quote me on this but from what i understood from the translated article or should i say translated comment on reddit but that lazio seemed to have reserved like questions at the start of the press conference to one broadcaster and then he wanted to like he pointed to a journalist and he's like Oh right, he can ask and he was like oh no he's not from Sky Italia he can't ask a question yet and he's like well what's like what the hell that like, guy wants to just he just wants to do his job he should be able to do his job hmm. why are you having this like monopoly for one broadcaster or something but apparently that's the way Lazio had like set it up yeah and uh, he was like nah screw Alex, this, I'll out.
1: explain something about press conferences so when I was at the t- on the tour on the weekend they actually explain that there's certain signals that what you call Klopp gives if he's not happy to the questions. And there's actually someone who's like next to Klopp but like he's, he's cut out completely. So you'll have Henderson, Klopp and then you'll, you'll have someone managing everything. And what what he'll do is you'll twist the bot if he's not happy. And, no way. yeah. <laughs> and if if he sips it, you see like that's him he wants to go. That's that's what that's the guy told us. So But, but like, that's
0: specific to Klopp more than yeah, yeah. press conferences.
1: But but, but, but it, it's it's just quite it's quite strict like how I don't know how to describe it well, like, it's, you know, it's, how it's regulated straight, like, yeah. it's not just like it's strange like, how it works yeah. as well like, you know I not think about these things
0: the funny thing is uh, it's interesting you mentioned like specific managers and how they react like the Steve Bruce press conferences for example uh, for the Chronicle uh, the, ch- the chief ri- uh, writer R- Lee Ryder he famously like uh, Bruce doesn't seem to read him so like do you know how they now announce who's going to be asking a question when it's over Zoom right. yeah. and it's oh. like oh uh, Lee Ryder with the next question and then you see Bruce's face going like rolling his eyes like he does, he does <laughs> not want to answer the guy like it's it's, it's interesting to see how managers react in press conferences well, but that was
3: my pet peeve last week the way Bruce interviews is just unbelievably the annoying the way he manages man
0: but uh, <laughs> to end this segment let's end it the same way we did with the North London derby predict the final league positions for Roma and Lazio Ali
1: I think Roma are going to be fine they're going to be fourth and Lazio are going to just be behind in fifth right Oh, oh well. I thought
3: Lazio well, yeah. would be I agree fourth and fifth for me same order. Yeah, same
1: order. I think that's Lazio's level if I'm being honest with you. Mm. You know, you've got Napoli, you've got AC and you've got Inter there as well at the top. Your Venice, I don't even know where the heck they're gonna be.
0: That <laughs> would what you're saying. Actually, you know what?
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, um, I, I
0: think Lazio's gonna finish ahead of Roma. Personally, I think Lazio will come I, I don't think
2: Lazio bigger um bigger, sorry, uh, better than Milan or Napoli at the moment.
0: Mm. Yeah. I, I can see AC Milan falling away a little bit, you know. Controversial take. But yeah. I think Lazio will finish fourth and Roma will finish fifth. I think uh,
3: Napoli will win the league. That's uh, a lot of people. i in the memory of Maradona—that'd be mad.
0: But it could be an early season hype train, though. You never know; the yeah, wheels can fall off.
3: Is Osimen ever going to stop scoring?
0: I did. Well, that's a good point. And I did <laughs> read that uh, Spalletti hasn't won uh, Scudetto yet, so it would be a good story for him I've, to win it.
3: Yeah,
1: you no. Know, I think the last time he
3: won it was with Roma.
0: No, no, he didn't. Did he uh, not? No. He never won it. You've got to remember that Conte started the UV dominance. It's only just ended,
1: like. You know, no, no, he didn't win it then. Actually, you're right, yeah. He was he's in the late 2000s.
0: All right, so lastly, we're going to stick onto the Derby theme, but rather than talk about a fixture over the weekend, just tell me, lads, you know, we all passionately support our football clubs. What is your favourite Derby moment from the, the fixtures that you've seen, starting with you, Doug?
2: Um, mine is a hot take on... Well, I think everybody would expect it would be the United uh, Derby, but uh, for me personally, um, the the my favourite one is the five one against Sunderland, and specifically, um, Shola Miobi, the Macam Slayer. Um, if you ever need him, you just uh, you know, you know those fire um, fire is it the fire uh, alarms? You have to like smash the glass. Oh right, oh, break. Oh, break best in case of, case of emergency. Break in case of emergency. Bra- oh my god. Uh, break in case of a Sunderland match <laughs> get him out <laughs> um, and uh, you're going to slay them uh, it was 5-1 uh, Nolan had a hat-trick your, we with two goals as well and then obviously Bent got um, one goal right at the end um, a consolation um, yeah it was just it was, uh, yeah his goal was class as well um, yeah it was. Uh, that's my favourite moment I don't know if you guys remember it well
0: I remember very well it's my favourite Derby match for sure Like we're going to stick to moments but that is definitely my favourite Derby match. And uh, w- what's your nomination, Qudam?
3: Well, you know, I kind of figured that there would be a lot of Newcastle bias towards this. So five, the 5-1 five is probably my favourite Derby. My favourite Derby moment, probably, uh, yeah, the Amiobi thing. Like just, or maybe the Emery free kick. But I kind of like, kind of ruined it because he turned out to be a bit of a prick. So I like, kind of ruined <laughs> it. In the moment, though. In, <laughs> the, in the moment. moment. <laughs> in the moment, yeah, the Emery free kick to win it. And um, but just to keep it off Newcastle, add some variety. I'm gonna say the ninety third minute winner by Leo Messi in the in El Clasico in twenty seventeen. I think it was where well, he takes off the oh, top, points it to the Bernabau, mate, mate. That is like back when Barcelona went a meme, and the Ray Hudson commentary. If anyone's heard it on YouTube, oh God, I urge you to go no. watch it. That goal. It's probably my favorite uh, derby moment I would say outside of Newcastle. Ah, that, that was an absolute classic man. Like
0: let's be honest, uh, of all the derbies we've watched as uh, as neutrals and even the ones that we've rated, I always circle back to El Clasico. Yeah. Like uh, you know, you can't get a bigger story than Messi versus Ronaldo for almost a decade and some of the matches they played were legendary. That that was definitely a bit of a like it wasn't the, probably the most important Clasico ever played, but no, that was that such was a it, such a final. beautiful moment, such a crowning moment for Messi. Yeah, the uh, Champions League semi-final was that.
3: definitely the most important I would say, but that just the finish as well like it wasn't even like a regular goal like the run through the middle by Sergio Roberto and then the cut back oh, mate which definitely good times Ali what's your favourite derby moment
1: I've got two so uh, always two just oh. pick one Well, mate, <laughs> sorry, mate, sorry I'm gonna pick two right Uh the first one was when Luis Suarez uh, scored against Everton and then just diving for David Moyes. Oh, classic! Because Moyes had been having a go at him in the press. Yeah, process, so hasn't diving, yeah. and then uh, yeah, he was like fair play, and then the second one was Salah's goal against Manchester United a uh, couple of seasons back when it was two 0 uh, That was the last time we had fans before COVID hit, and yeah, that yeah. one. Like, yeah,
3: is that the good. one where he broke from the corner? Yeah. And he ran up and just... Was it Meg De Gea, I think it was? Yeah, Meg De Gea. I thought
0: yeah. you would pick... like because That was good, but let's be no, honest.
1: It, no, it was just because it, it was before COVID. The fans were there and I was like, right, I believe that Liverpool can going to win the league. Like I was yeah. not going to say Liverpool... I was thinking, no, Man City can going to catch eventually. I, yeah. I, I watched it I was like, that's it, man. It hit me as well. That was and, like he's, the, and he's Muslim on top of that. That's a neutral you know, to it's, this it's game. Uh, to that the, was the
3: watershed moment for you that Liverpool were going to yeah. win the league.
1: Yeah, no. And in the next game... Well, he was behind doors, I think it was.
3: That was the last game for COVID for Liverpool, was it? No, wasn't it the Atletico Madrid game though in the Champions yeah,
1: League? Yeah, but I'm talking about Premier League. Yeah,
3: yeah
0: I think in terms of the uh, Manchester United Liverpool fixtures as a neutral, my favourite was when the uh, Liverpool smashed them out of Trafford in 2009, four-one. Yeah. Rafa Benitez, of Liverpool Torres, absolutely destroying Nemanja Vidić, who at the time probably had a reputation for being the best centre back in the world, possibly definitely the Premier League, maybe the world at that time.
3: And Torres just did
0: him like it was
1: nothing. Man, the like, kiss for we the camera by Gerard as well.
0: Man, Just yeah. yeah. just iconic. That's Absolutely. It. And it's uh, a shame
3: that that Dobby hardly ever, ever delivers anymore, though.
0: Oh, uh, the, uh, Sky promoting it as Red Monday every year. And it's like the man, biggest news. I was test. happy
1: the last one, 4 2, touched him up in Old Trafford. I was happy with that. Yeah, they, yeah, they were giving it, Manchester United were giving it a big in, saying, oh yeah, you know, glory, glory, Manchester yeah. United. But I think Sky's. Liverpool, Liverpool were at the worst, <laughs> had no centre backs, had bloody Kabak, who's, where the heck is he right now? I don't even. He's at Norwich. H- he's at he? Norwich, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. at Norwich, Then not he? Yeah, Lord Nat Phillips, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know, punk yeah. Manchester United forty, not too bad. You know,
0: just very briefly, uh, talking about Kabak, I feel like he has to be probably the most miserable footballer in the last two years. Part of that Schalke team that's absolutely stinking up the Bundesliga getting relegated. Wow. Went to Liverpool in an awful spell where Liverpool were losing constantly at home and everything like that. And now he's at Norwich where he's gonna lose every week. Like, poor guy. He's he almost like have forgotten what like winning or not losing two matches
3: in a row must feel like at this point. Lose every week. Nah, there'll be two weeks where they play us and they won't lose. But besides that,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'll I'll give you guys my favourite derby nominations. For me, personally, as a Newcastle fan. Ryan Taylor over the wall, Twenty eleven. Quality. I love I don't know if you guys Have ever seen the YouTube clip of it Where somebody recorded it In the stands And yeah. this little Macam's going You're gonna miss <laughs> <laughs> And like uh, Ryan Taylor in, in the goal That's it 1-0 <laughs> oh, Everyone watch that video Just put Ryan Taylor Over the wall And you'll hear that kid Going
1: You're gonna miss
0: <laughs> <laughs> And Ryan Taylor Shuts him up uh, Yeah uh, for me I that, love moments like that That was the last uh, Derby that Newcastle won Like can you believe it It's been uh, ten years—it's just insane. Yeah, they, ha-
3: they had the six in a row, but then they fucked off. So like, you know, yeah. that's not like, fair. Finally, like when we start getting good, we got about Rafa, and then they leave. Yeah. It's like, like when the annoying kid in the playground takes his ball home with him. Like, all right, UK, you, you, no one else can play now. Like, uh, come back yeah. into the league, <laughs> and then we'll see. They're just yeah. like
2: relegated to the countryside. <laughs> yeah,
0: and uh, <laughs> literally. Y- you already mentioned the Emery free kick, but I've got a very specific memory for it. I wasn't at the stadium or anything like that. It was actually back in the day when you Saturday afternoon and you had uh, Gillette Soccer Saturday on Jeff Stelling and the boys like oh, shouting the boys. in the goals. Yes. And I just remember like I had uh, a friend over and uh, yeah, we you just a friend?
2: I had a friend, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Hard yeah, okay. to believe,
0: but yeah, it happened. Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it was just No, we're, tempting.
0: We were just watching it in the background and stuff and just whatever. And then Jeff Stelling shouts,
3: and there's been a fifth goal at St
0: James's Park and you're like, "Oh shit, it's 2-2. Two, two. Please don't be Sunderland." And
3: then like How would it I'm be 2-2 f- if it was the 5th goal? The the exactly, two-two. the 5th goal 2-2 is a 4th goal Alright, oh, I thought you meant like It was like it. Oh, no, no It's the 5th goal I hope it's not 2-2 Well, That's if you didn't you interrupt no. the story exactly. I was about to say I It
2: ruined the moment, man the I, wanted to hear, <laughs> I wanted to hear <laughs> His bad, version of bad. Netflix and chill like, that, like that I'm types. not even yeah. listening to the I was <laughs> back to Teletext then, man Gillette soccer and Rewind,
3: rewind Okay Thanks, that. Go
0: Anyways as the little graphic changed from the three, uh, two to the three In Newcastle side And me and my mate just started like hugging Bouncing up and down the living room I was, I'm telling you right I now I was so happy
2: Did you let soccer Saturday And chill Was Netflix and chill I'll tell you right now oh, I don't think anyone did it like <laughs> <laughs> Why am I clapping Why am I clapping <laughs> Is that
3: the fans clapping in the back or something <laughs> <laughs> Oh man oh, I'm not sure <laughs> Oh shit <laughs> uh, oh, sorry, man. Jeff. Are
2: you, no, uh, right. you ruined his, uh, you, you It was ruined a beautiful story. Experience. beautiful story. No, it's, <laughs> it has been
1: ruined.
0: It's it's. In terms now. of all the derbies I have to be honest. When Man City slapped Man United six one at Old Trafford, <laughs> slapped Balotelli, yeah. what a lad. Why always me? Uh, oh all right, man. <laughs> and that was under Sir Alex Ferguson as well. He like he had to get absolutely humbled by Mancini, and had. He, I think he only stuck around for one year because like, I can't go out like this. You know the Aguero.
3: That yeah. let soccer Saturday and chill. You have to get goal line technology to see if it's in yet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh.
3: oh my days This has
2: been a very X ex- rated podcast, by the way. No, yeah. good, good, good luck with editing this.
0: Nah, but I had fun. That's the most important part. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm not sure how much of this <laughs> okay. Is gonna make it
2: in the edit. Uh, 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 I'm putting it all on. <laughs> Uh, leave the uh, the raw version for our laughter yeah Uh, I'm not sure how to sign off the podcast (laughs) so thanks everyone uh, thanks guys adios Uh, thank
0: you
3: as always you can follow us on Facebook YouTube and TikTok by searching the handle 343 football that's F-U-T-B-O-L and on Instagram by searching 343 football podcast you can also listen to the podcast on Spotify Apple podcast Google podcast and Stitcher and all other major podcast networks